Hey guys, welcome back to Financial Flex with Lex. I'm your host, Alex, and it's Tuesday. So happy Tuesday, guys. So as far as life updates go, I don't really have much again. It's been pretty much the same old, same old. So I will skip over that for today. If you aren't following the podcast on Instagram, then what are you doing? You definitely should. I actually posted a video talking about shame Um, in regards to money. I think that it's something, well, not something. I think that it's a message that should encourage people. It's a really short video if you want to go check it out. Um, I was actually inspired by the Brown Ambition podcast to kind of touch on the subject because they had talked about it in one of their recent episodes and how you kind of, when you give voice to shame, you take away its power. And I thought that was just so powerful. So if you want to hear me talk more about that, it's like a three minute long video on IGTV on the Financial Flex podcast Instagram. So check it out. Um, And if you aren't leaving a rating and review for the podcast, then what are you doing? (laughs) No, just kidding. But in all seriousness, if you do enjoy this podcast, please feel free to share with your friends. Actually, note, not please feel free to share, share it. Share it with your friends, family, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review. All right, so enough of me um, shamelessly self-plugging. I'm going to get into today's episode. So Arleni is someone that I actually know via Instagram. She follows the Instagram podcast and that's how um, we've come to know each other. So when I was looking for people to interview for this month, she stepped up and was like, hey, I'd love to be on the show. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'd love to have you on the show. So that's kind of like, you know, our connection, how we met. But she's actually been listening to my podcast for, I think she said about a year. And you guys, I was like, wait, what? I was actually shocked. I was like, you've, you listened to me? What? It was like the best feeling to hear someone else say that they listened to my podcast. I don't know. It freaks me out even though I I um was looking at my analytics the other day and I have like 400 monthly listeners and I'm like oh my gosh 400 people are listening to my podcast every week or every month that's wild but that's beside the point so Arlene and I we discuss her upbringing with money um right now well not right now but uh During the middle of last year, Arlene was actually laid off from her full-time job, and she is now working as a barista. Um, And so we talked about like how that's what that's been like, and just pretty much like her journey with money. Um, She's really, really passionate um, about helping others with their money, or at least encouraging them to like think about their money, which I think is great and something that's so important. So I really hope that you guys enjoy today's episode and learn something from it. All right, let's get on with the conversation. So um, my name is Arleni Eskarska, and I'm currently 27 years old. I just turned 27 last week. I'm working right now as a barista because I lost my job in October as administrative coordinator due to COVID. Um, But that's pretty much where I am right now in life. I went to Cal State Fullerton 
and I graduated with a communications degree. So I'm still trying to find a job in that field. That was actually um, when you mentioned that like you lost your job due to COVID. I was going to ask you, have you been like applying for jobs since you um, since you've been like laid off, or like what's that process been like? Yeah. Um. So I I took actually the month of month of November. I got laid off in like late October. So I took November off and I actually started going to therapy. So I was like, oh, perfect. I'm just going to focus on me for a hot minute. Um, and then I picked back up in December applying to jobs and I haven't had much success with them yet. Like I see a lot of salesy jobs and that's just not what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been applying to some. So we're going to take it back to when you were a kid. Growing up was finances. What was finances like in your household? Um, they weren't heavily discussed um, other than we were just like, I've never, money was always, I feel like a tight issue, even though my mom tried to make it feel like it wasn't, I knew it was, you know, like as a kid, you pick up on things. Yeah. Um, so I definitely picked up on like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be spending money or like, or we would just not go out as much. Um, so I did get an allowance as a kid, but it would vary sometimes. And then Sometimes my mom would be like, oh, not this week because of X, Y, Z reason. But I knew it was probably because they couldn't afford it. Do you have like any siblings or anything like that? I do. I have um, two younger sisters and we are about 17 and like 13 years apart from oh, wow. I'm seven years apart from my middle one. And then for my littlest one, um, 13 years apart. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, wow. Do you consider yourself more of a spender or a saver, you think? I would say I'm a saver. I've always been very cautious about money. And um, like when I was in high school, I'd want to go out and, you know, like go out with friends and stuff like that. But asking for money, I could see like my parents wanting to like maybe say no sometimes. And sometimes they did say no. What's like that one thing where you will spend money on? Like for me, it's food. Like I'll spend I'll spend money on food. I don't know. Um, I'm I, like, even with food, I hate spending money that I know I could just make at stuff at home. Like going to restaurants, it's hard for me. Like I want to, and I want to go out and have like a couple of drinks and like an appetizer too. But then I'm just like, I could just stay home and make this myself. Um, so maybe like on, on like little makeup things and like the dollar section at Target, Target is always where I'm like, you know what? I need this because of, I want to decorate or I want to organize. So maybe things that like help me. I'm like, okay, yeah, I need that. Cause it's an investment. Right. No, I feel like Target yeah. is so dangerous. Yeah. Like you can, you can convince yourself to buy anything at Target. You're like, but I need that. Even yeah. Oh my gosh. I just talked myself out of buying a water bottle that it was a uh, transparent and it had on the outside, like the times of when you should be drinking water. So like eight, 10, 12 PM and so on. And I was like, oh, this would be really good. So I could stay drinking water. But I'm like, no, you have like three water bottles at home. And one of those stainless steel ones, like, no, you don't need it. So, okay, so here's a funny story. Whenever I go to Target or just like any store in general, I'll see something I like and I just walk around with it. I hold on to it. I think about it. I'm like, do I really need it? Do I not? As I'm doing other things in the store. And then I'm like, no, you don't need it. And I'm just putting it back (laughs) and it drives my sister crazy. She's like, just buy it or leave it. One of two. And I'm like, I can't help it. I got to think about it. Wait, you know what's so you know what's so funny? I literally do the same thing. Oh my like, gosh, okay. yes. I'll like pick something up and like walk around with it until like I'm like until I get to the checkout and I'm like last minute. I'm like, no, 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 I don't need this. Yes, like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for the for the cashiers. 
And one time I've actually had like a lady ask me, she's like, oh, do you work here? And I'm like, no, I'm no, why? She's like, oh, I saw you were putting back stuff. And I was like, no, I just, I'm very indecisive. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh my that, gosh. Is, yeah. that is so funny. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, I love that. Oh so being a saver um, and being more of like a cautious spender, how has that helped you during the time of like COVID? Um, it, it helped me because I've always uh, been trying to just not spend money like going out and because COVID hit, it's funny, I was actually starting to go out with some friends to, to, uh, to bars in the area, like maybe once or twice a week. And I was like, oh, this is so much fun. And then COVID hit and I was like, oh, okay, we can't go out anymore. So I didn't spend as much money going out. Um, but then there's always like the target runs. Those always get me or like, I'll go to Ross or TJ Maxx in my area. And I'm like, Ooh, they do have some cute stuff and it is cheaper. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's, it's helped me save more money. And it's, I'm glad it did because, um, I lost my job in October. So I'm like, Oh, great. Like I have some savings. I I'm okay for the, for the minute, you know, mm-hmm. but it's still in the back of my head, especially now that it's February. I'm like, um, I really need to find a job. I I can I can only imagine. So if you don't mind me asking, like you don't have to give an exact number, but like roughly how much did you have like saved? Did you have like three months worth, a month's worth? Like yeah, what, what that um, looked like? I think it's probably like three months worth of savings. And because I still have my other job as a barista, I still have a source of income. It's just not what I need, you know, like to be sustaining my my lifestyle which is not to say I'm like super crazy about spending money, but just for like expenses and whatnot. So whatever I earn, I earn as a barista, I spend most of it on expenses, food, gas, my car and bills and whatnot. And then the rest I'm supplementing it with my, with my savings. So maybe like three months worth of savings. What are your thoughts on having savings? Like for me, I always think it's so important to have a cushion. Like when we, um, when COVID first hit, well, in January of 2020, we had $10,000 saved up in savings. And by July, that like July of 2020, all of our savings was gone. But I was so thankful that we had that money because if we didn't, we probably would have had to rely on like credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's so important. And the, the sad thing is that I didn't really realize how important savings are and just budgeting and financing overall is until like I was 24 or 25. So maybe like three years back, I realized. And just because I had to um, deal with some unfortunate circumstances, I was, I had to realize like, oh, I, I need to be saving money now, you know? Um, and I mean, I've had part-time jobs since I was 16 and it's, it's so sad because no one taught me how to, how to budget and deal with money properly. And, you know, me being like 18, I was like, I'll worry about that later. And then six years down the road, I'm like, oh, I could have saved up so much more money or, uh, invested it, just learned about it so much sooner. And I was just so lazy about it and so careless. So I was just like, oh no, I'll do it later. So yeah, right. savings is so important and I'm trying to push my sister, my my middle sister, she's 19 right now. She's going to be 20. Um, and I'm just trying to push her to like read up as much on money as possible. And I, I, I talk about it with her all the time um, and to set up like, a, what is it called? The employer contribution that we do. Um, like you got to set that up ASAP. Like I know it sucks to see your paycheck, I don't know, 20, $50 shorter than it normally is, but you know what? It's going to be good in the long run. 
And I always try to make sure like she's not overspending because I actually got in some credit card debt. Um, maybe when I was like 22, 23, and I'm barely going to finish paying it off. So yeah, savings is so important. So you don't have to deal on credit cards. Yeah, no, <clears throat> very important. So, um, quick question. Like, do you still live at home or like, are, are you, or are you on your own right now? I'm, I'm te- technically on my own. Um, I, I got kind of like pushed out <laughs> of my home. Um, so it, it was for the better for everybody, but yeah, like when I was 25, I think, um, my mom and dad were just like, pack it up. You gotta go. Um, just for like some, some things that were not happening. Right. And mm-hmm. so ever since then I had to find a place of my own, but, um, luckily I've actually been, sh- um, what's called renting. So I just have a room right now. It's not like an apartment just for myself. So that's definitely helped with my expenses, but yeah, that's always something that's stressing me out. Like if I needed to find a place of my own, um, the rent here in California is so expensive and ridiculously stupid, you know? Um, right. but yeah, right now I'm just renting a room and that's like my major expense, my rent. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I, I feel like we have like similar like paths. Cause when I, yeah, when I was 24, I believe my mom, she was like, okay, it's time for you to go. So I actually, mm-hmm. I did the same thing. I, um, I rented a room from um, someone I knew from church and I pretty much like stayed there until I got married. And then that's when like, cause we had like two incomes. That's when yeah. I was able to kind of like move out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah. Th- those kinds of situations where you're not really like expecting to like be mm-hmm. pushed out, really hard to deal with. So it really is. And like, that's one of the reasons I started going to therapy. Cause I, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming and whatnot. But um, yeah. when I got, when I had to move out, they, uh, they gave me like 30 days, literally. And it was so stressful. Cause I was like, where am I going to find a place? And like my, they, unfortunately they also like told my sister she had to go and she was just 18 graduated from high school. She's like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I guess you're coming with me. So we're going to figure it out. Um, but yeah, she's actually back with my parents for a little bit. I don't really know how long she's going to be there, but, um, yeah, like that, those kind of circumstances are so unexpected. They really took me by surprise. And so when that happened, I had so much um, less income because I was only working one job. And so I had really like a small amount of savings. Now I, I built it up so much more over like the last year and a half, but you know, COVID. Um, but yeah, so savings is so important, but I started discovering finance, I think through Instagram and I discovered the financial diet. And so I started going down the rabbit hole and reading more on it. And I was like, okay, this is really important. Got to get it together. So, yeah, I mean, it forced me to to get it together in terms of money. So I guess it was a good thing. (laughs) Right, right. You're like looking back on it. You're like, I can kind of see the good. Yeah. I love love how you uh, mentioned the financial diet because I was, you know, that was going to be my next question was just asking how you kind of started to gain financial knowledge. And I know when I was first starting my financial like journey, the financial diet was one of like the first resources that I started like reading on and like watching their YouTube videos mm-hmm. as well, just to like learn more information. Yeah, I um I got a job at, in my county um, in an office. And so there was some downtime. It was just a lot of repetitive work where you had to do with like mailing stuff and putting things on envelopes and just like very simple. So I could definitely run my phone in the background and I was listening to the financial diet videos and other ones would pop up. And so I started exploring more 
and um, I heard about a budgeting app called Every Dollar. And so that's what I've been using since. And it has been helpful to just see like how much I'm spending versus how much I have in total. And yeah, overall, like that, that's how it got started. And I'm really glad I discovered it. I just wish I discovered it sooner. And so anytime, anytime I saw something interesting, I'd send it to my sister. I'm like, look at this. You got to listen to this right now. <laughs> no, literally uh, same. So for every dollar, are you more of like a weekly? Do you track your spending weekly, monthly? How do you do that? Um, I do it daily. So depending on um, if I buy anything that day or, or not, like I, there've been a couple of days in a row where I don't go out. If I have a couple of days off from work, I just stay home and, um, you know, like just don't do anything. But yeah, it's, it's just anytime I make a purchase daily, if I do, I just track them on there and it hurts to see the number go down, but I, I force myself to, to put them in there. There's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I'll just do it later. But then I'm like, no, I'm going to forget. And no, you got to be responsible. So just deal with it. I need to be more like you because I'm like, I'll track it later. And then like two weeks go by and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't tracked anything. I use every dollar too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the layout of it um, overall. Yeah, it's very simple. I downloaded um, Mint and I was going to use their budgeting tool, but it was like a little too confusing. I was like, I don't know how to use this. So yeah, I'm back. And there's that other one called You Need a Budget, I think. Yeah. Um, I didn't fully understand how to work it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick with every dollar for now. Um, I don't agree with with a lot of the things that Dave Ramsey says. I know I've seen some of his videos and I forgot what this other girl's name was, but she did it and I found her on YouTube. And you know how he says you're not supposed to use credit cards and like yep. pay down all your debts. And I'm like, well, buddy, sometimes it's not feasible. Right. But, you know, as, as long as you're responsible about your spending, it'll work out. Right. No, I 100% agree. Like when I used to be like such a Dave Ramsey person, like abide by everything he said, but like, you're right. Like some of the things you're just like, okay, it's not possible for me, like not to do that or to do that. So you kind of mm-hmm. have to pick and choose like what you use from him like whatever works best for you like that's just how you have to go about it at least that's what I think how are you able to like discuss the subject of money with people who are closest to you because I know for a lot of people money is just such a really sensitive topic to talk about and like people are either ashamed or feel like they don't know enough or they just don't want to talk about it at all so how do you navigate like financial talks with people you're close with um so I I don't have too many friends, but I do have a couple. And the way I, I talk about it is like, um, let's see. I mean, like, first of all, if anybody starts a new job, I'm like, oh, so what's your pay? Like, what are you getting? What kind of benefits are you getting? Um, and then that they tell me, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, so that, that puts me in perspective to me, like, okay, they're making this much, I'm making this much. And then I ask them, like one of my friends um, just recently moved in with her boyfriend. And so she was living at home and she's like yeah like him and I were discussing finances and I'm like oh cool so like how are you guys working it out like what's his pay like you know um how much how are your expenses expenses being split and like are you using any budgeting methods or whatnot or like even it makes me sad sometimes but even if my friends want to go out and I'm just like you know what can't do it right now it's not in the budget like I'm trying to not spend any money and they're like oh okay yeah totally I get it so I, I do feel a little nervous talking about it, but not so much. I thought it'd be more more embarrassing and nervous to talk about it, but it's not really. And I think it helps because even one of those girls at my store, 
Um, she's like, yeah, like I have an appointment with the banker to talk about a credit card. I'm like, oh, nice. Like, which one are you going to get? Like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, yeah, just make sure you don't, um, you know, you don't overspend on the credit card because it's so easy to fall down that rabbit hole. I'm like, I'm sure you've heard it, but you know, here's an example. I fell down that hole and I was like, and it's so hard to uh, pay it back as the interest racks up, but you know, and then I'm like, oh, I got this credit card because it's got these good benefits or they offered this bonus. So yeah, like those are the small things I, I do to talk about with about money. No, I like that. I like how you come from like a more conversational, personable, like friendly approach and you're not like guns blazing, like this is what you need to do with your money. So I I think that approach is like really good. And I feel like it it makes people comfortable to talk about it if it's if they know it's coming from like a genuine place, you know? Yeah, like I don't um, ever want to come across as a a chiding, like nagging type of person. Like, no, you can't be spending money. I'm just like, oh, um, so how are you? you know, like, are you saving up for this trip that you planned? Or like, how, how are you funding it? You know? Um, I was like, just because for me, I think about it, I'm like, mm, do I need to be spending that money on, on a trip? Or can I do it down later down the road? You know, but yeah, it's very uh, conversational. And if people don't want to talk about it, I just move on to something else because, you know, that's their business. Nothing to have to do with me. I don't need to be knowing everything. <laughs> I feel you. When did you graduate? 2016? Um, 2018. 2018. Okay, nice. Um, did you graduate with like any student debt at all? Yeah, I, um, I had to take out a couple loans in my last year, which made me really sad. I went to community college first in order to be able to to afford tuition. And it's really funny because when I graduated from high school, I didn't know if I wanted to go to college. And so I wanted to take a year off and just, you know, be exploring that route. And then my parents were very insistent, like, no, you got to go, you got to go. So then they paid for my first two semesters at college. And then they're like, you got to get a job and pay for the rest of your tuition. So I did that. And that taught me something about money because, you know, like at the end of the or close to the end of the semester, you're like, oh, you got to reg- register and enroll for classes again. So luckily, I was able to pay my way through community college. And then for uh, when I transferred to Cal State Fullerton, I um, got a couple of scholarships and then I joined uh, an orientation leader group uh, on school as well, and they gave us a stipend. So I was always looking for ways to bring in income um, so I wouldn't have to take out any loans. Unfortunately, my last year I had to take out loans. And so I did graduate with, uh, I think it was like about $6,500 with the student loans, which isn't bad. It was just the last two semesters, um, but I still hated it. I was like, I have have student debt now. The, The one thing I was trying to avoid so yeah right so have you like since then have you paid it off or is it something you're still like working towards I'm still working towards um I was making the monthly payments on it um before COVID hit and then when they suspended the student loans I was like great we're not contributing any more money to that we're gonna save instead because those loans are gonna be there (laughs) the next two to three something years I'm like and I want to be able to afford other things so it, it is my in my priority to pay it off but it was a higher priority in my list to pay off my credit card that I had racked up a good amount of debt. It's it sucks so much though because I it was a Discover credit card, and I bought I don't even remember what it was like three hundred dollars worth of something, and then it all just started going downhill from there. I was like, oh, let me just swipe it, swipe it, swipe it, and then the interest rate, the free interest rate ended, and I didn't realize it. So the interest rate was adding on top of the amount that I was owing, and then when I looked, I was like, how do I owe this much money? So I started, that's when it really hit me. I started going through my statements. I called the Discover people and they're like, 
oh yeah, your, um, your free interest period ended uh, like a couple months ago. And I was like, oh, okay. So I've been getting like $30 worth of interest added on every bill every month. So it just skyrocketed. I was like, how does this happen? How did I get here? <laughs> and that really scared me. So man, I had to do a balance transfer and I'm actually this month of February, I'm going to make my last payment on that credit card and I'm going to be done with it. I'm so excited and happy. <laughs> Congrats. That's like, yes, that's going to be such a good feeling. Oh my I know. God. I'm just like, I want to make the payment now, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, do I need that money for something else? I'm not sure yet, but yeah, definitely. I'm, oh my gosh. That's what really hit me. The, the interest rates like, how are they adding up this fast? I don't understand. Oh my gosh. No credit card. I can see like, I got uh, my first credit card, like maybe like uh, I guess like six months ago and I, at first I was really good about pay like I'd swipe it and then I would pay it off like immediately but now I've been kind of letting it linger for like a week or two but I can definitely see how quickly it is to rack up credit card debt because it's like you just it's so convenient in the moment and then you like forget to pay it and then when you finally yeah. check when you check back in you're like holy crap like how did I rack up $500 worth of charges already like this is crazy yeah so yeah and um one of the things that the financial diet talked about and um the broke millennial like other people that I was listening to they were like um one of the ways to manage credit card is just pay it all off at the end of the at the end of the month or like bi-weekly whatever you do and it hit me. I was like, I don't know why I'm not doing that. Why am I letting this balance stay there until I'm like, oh yeah, I got to make the payment. Um, especially because credit cards can offer the rewards, the cashback bonuses, you know? And that's one of the things that Dave Ramsey says, like no credit cards at all. But I'm like, well, I'm already spending the money. Why not try to get some money out of it too? Right. So yeah, but man, those credit cards, they can, they can be very dangerous. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so dangerous, so bad. So it's like, best advice, just be responsible and be pay bi-weekly and just, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't let that balance linger. As we kind of like, you know, wrap up our conversation, I want to know, like, what is the best piece of money advice you've been given? And then in addition to that, I also want to know, like, what's the best thing you've learned about money, like during the going through a pandemic? Hmm. Um, hmm. I can't think of any best advice um, I've been given other than just don't overspend your means. But I think it's really understanding what your means are to be spending in the first place. Because my mom always told me, like, don't spend any more than you have to or can pay off. And I was like, great. But once you're giving the credit card line and you're like, oh, yeah, I can afford that $200 purchase with my whatever $2,000 credit card line is. Um, but really putting it in perspective, like, do I have $200 right now to be paying it off? So it's, it's just like really understanding how much you have and be, be responsible with it. Um, the one thing I've learned from this pandemic though, is having a savings is very, very important because if I had lost both of my jobs, then I would have been in a very tight spot and I probably would have gone through all my savings right now. But because I've still been able to have my barista job and my savings, um, they've been able to keep me afloat and it's still in the back of my head. Like I have to find another job, a full-time job, but in the meantime, I'm okay. But yeah, this pandemic has definitely put everything in perspective, especially spending. Like, did I need to buy so many things at Target <laughs> or Ross or like all those, all those stores, you know, whereas now I'm just like, no, I have stuff at home. I should probably get rid of it too. <laughs> but thank you so much for like, you know, taking the time out to like chat with me. I really appreciate it. 
Yeah, thank you. This was this was really nice um, to be able to do. And I was really excited. I was like, oh, this is so exciting. I've been listening to this person talk about money. And I just think more people need to be doing that. And especially like people of color, you know, like we don't talk about it as much as other folks do. And it, it's something that affects us all, especially us in this uh, people of color communities and the right. queer communities as well. So right. yeah, I'm really excited to be able to talk about it. Good. I'm, I'm glad that you're open to like share your story, you know? Yeah, hopefully someone else will be like, oh, if she can get it together, being a hot mess, maybe I can get it together too. <laughs> yes, I feel like that's what life's all about, inspiring yeah. people.